Red blooded outdoors, y'all. This is cornbread. Cooney. What it is. Cooney is the co host. I am. Who else we got with us today? Big old Buckzilla. Again. Again. <laughs> Buck is here again. Yep. Buck, you've just I mean, I guess you're gonna be here now, ain't you? Might as well. Buck let us get our feet wet, Cooney. And uh he said, I got to have some of that podcasting gig. <laughs> I got to get in on some of that podcasting. What do you think about that? Come on with it, boy. Okay. What have you been doing, Coney? What have you been doing? Are you ready for this? <laughs> this is a magnificent thing I've done here. Okay. I went to school. Oh and gosh. I went to work. <laughs> <laughs> what else? About it. Buck. Just work. That's all I've done. Man, we went fishing the other day. Yeah, we went fishing. went fishing. We didn't do no count, though. No. no. Y'all were pitiful, man. Well. Nothing else other than that. So what have you done? Well, I mean, what's up with you, Daddy? <laughs> what you been doing? Well, I've been working. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, what else? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Got him. <laughs> so... Tell me about this uh, landscaping business you y'all trying to get rolling on. What's up with that? We're trying. We're trying I mean, to get rolling I'm, on I'm sick and tired of folks asking me, has Cooney found a trailer? Has Cooney found a trailer? I didn't know you was looking for a trailer. How come everybody else knows you're looking for a trailer except me? You know who's looking for a trailer. Come on, man. Well, I knew y'all was looking for everything, but evidently you've put this trailer hunt on the forefront of everything. Yeah, because when I put that on the forefront, that's when Butt was like, let's find a trailer. Well, can't get nothing else till we have that. Well, you're yeah. going to haul zero turn in. Well, I mean, you got a haul. point, but, but nonetheless. So have you found a trailer? I have not. Why not? I ain't found none that are worth anything. Now, is this landscaping side hustle, is it going to be like your detailing side hustle? No. Are you going to spend all the money to buy the equipment? And not do it? No. It's going to be a real, real thing. So um, what's up with the detailing? Why ain't you detailing? I don't know. Huh? Kind of died out on that idea. Well, you never got started. I know. You got all the stuff to do it. And you're like, oh, move on to landscaping. Yeah. <laughs> what's up with that? Just the way the cookie crumbles. So what's the, what's the problem? Why ain't y'all found a trailer? They either too high or... Well, it's the ones that we have found have been too high for what we're wanting to spend for one. Right. We just, and people are wanting the same for a used trailer as you can spend on a new trailer. So. And you can't, like tractor supply and option, they're way too high. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed, trailer places. they uh, There's a lot of them things open up and then just shut down. Have, mm-hmm. you, no- have you noticed that? Yeah. Yep, these trailer places pop up everywhere. Yeah, and then they might be there six months, might be there two years, and then overnight they'll be gone. Mm-hmm. It's weird, ain't it? Yep. What happened to that little trailer you did have? I traded that joker. I mean, I feel like that would have been the... I mean, you could have got a zero turn on that trailer. What size was that trailer, Buck? Like a 5 by 8 probably. And you had that when... 
how old were you when you had that trailer i mean you didn't even have nothing to pull with it that was years before i even knew how to i didn't even know what trailer was how did you how did you wind up with that trailer we was over at uh james's house i believe and we were all just sitting out there on the porch and james was talking about he had a trailer for sale and daddy looked over at me and said cooney you want a trailer you know, little old Cooney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we got it from James. And then. Yeah. Like a week later. Yeah. I traded it. What? Well, I traded. Well, that actually we bought one from James and then traded him that one back for another one. Because the one that we had originally got from him was bigger. Yeah. A big trailer. We, we traded him that one for the smaller one. Right. Because we didn't really need a, a really a big trailer. That's what it was. Traded the smaller one, and you got a PlayStation 3 and a weed eater plus yep. the small trailer. Yeah. And you sold. I sold the, the little one to Shorty. Yeah. Yep. Sold it to him, and I don't. he ain't got it no more. We used no. it like one time taking deer stands to Washington County when we hunted down there. And right. That was about it. Hmm. Well, I feel like you traded yourself out of a trailer, and now you need one. Well, that yeah. was way back in the day before I even know what landscaping was. Well, uh, hmm, that's real interesting. Can't find a trailer, but you got the money to buy one. That that leads me to believe you really ain't trying to get a trailer. I am. What do you think, Buck? Well, Cody don't have the money for a trailer for sure. Oh, was you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bucks to finance, man. Well, how come the both of y'all together can't find a trailer? I think we could find a trailer easy. It's just I don't get time off, and nobody's open on a Sunday for me to go look at something. Yeah, because you work in You don't really want to bother nobody on a Sunday either, like right. on Facebook or nothing. Yeah, true. That. I ain't really, and I don't really care to try to bother people on true. a Sunday. Yeah. What's well, aggravating? Rounded stuff up too. Yeah. If you just don't go buy it all, yeah, brand new. That's on and trying to wheel and deal with folks is aggravating yeah. in and of itself. Everything I found, you know, from zero turn to to weed. I mean, weed ears. I guess is if you don't buy brand new, you're just gonna buy something that's used and gonna tear up quicker. It's just how a weed eater or something like that works. I, I got my weed eater back. Just had it worked on. About time. Just got it tuned. We so, ain't, we ain't so, had a weed eater for like a year. So when you get off to, off this podcast, nope, you go out there and go ripping on that string, nope, get everything tidied up. Cooney's got that. Mm. Nope, I ain't so, gonna do it. Cooney, I, and I won't do it because you said go out there and get to ripping on that string. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't fishing. We ain't ripping lips. Oh, we don't rip string around here. Well, and y'all's mighty hunt for this landscape equipment. Uh, something has been brought to my attention, and you can indulge in it how you would like, Cooney. But it leads me to a question I got for you: Have you ever felt betrayed? Yeah. You have. Oh yeah. In what sense? In the sense of somebody not doing what they said they were going to do, or not being who they say they they were. Right, right. Yeah. Um. How did how how do you think from the outside looking in? What would you tell somebody that 
felt betrayed. I I would tell them not to worry about it because. So, so you would tell them. I mean, you say don't worry about it. Do you mean just go on ahead and forgive them? Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yes. Ain't no need in dwelling on it the rest of your life. Right. If, if it's somebody you don't know does something to you or something similar to what you went through, you don't really feel betrayed, do you? No. You don't really feel betrayed. No. But you forgive them just the same, right? Oh, yeah. Because God's forgiven everything you've done. Yep. Straight up. And when you forgive somebody... uh. That keeps your heart from getting hardened over what they did. Now, don't prevent their actions from happening again. But it does prevent you from getting twisted over it. Yeah. And uh, in that certain particular incident, uh, I think you did really well by forgiving right off the bat and not worrying about it Uh, for more than one reason. But it led me to think about this. Psalms 41, 9. Yea, my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, which eat of my bread, hath lifted his heel against me. For me, betrayal feels that way when it comes from friends. You know what I mean? But you know what? You can feel somebody has betrayed you, and you be totally wrong. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. You, you can get worked up real quick. We all can. I'm not saying you yourself. Uh, but me, especially in the past, I get real worked up real quick. Oh, you did that to me? Why'd you do that to me? You know? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really like that, though. I'm, you you have a forgiving heart. Yeah. You really do. You, And I think that helps you roll stuff right off of you pretty quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing nothing wrong with that as long just don't let that roll into being run over intentionally being run over yeah i mean there's there's a line between right just going on with your day and standing up for yourself right well you can though okay so example buck if you was hunting a deer Mm -hmm. right yeah and you'd been hunting this deer for two years and one of your buddy you, you've told your buddy about this deer, and, I mean, you've told him A1 to A2 on what's been happening with this deer. Yeah. And then you, you got to work a Saturday. And old, old waterhead buddy rolls up in there <laughs> and, and gets you deer. You going to feel betrayed? Is it that big a deal? Well, that see, now that's – I see hunting as – if I'm telling you about a deer or something like that, hunting-wise, if I didn't want you to go in there and kill it just as much as I wanted to, I wouldn't even tell you about it. So so what you're saying is that you 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 are telling somebody something as, as far as that with the understanding that they already have an understanding that they would be more than welcome to do that? Is that what you're saying? Well, see, now... So well, most of the people I hunt with, if I was to tell them about a deer that I've been hunting that I found and I've been putting work in on, 
most of the people that I hunt with realize, hey, that he's put working on that deer. I'm gonna stay off of it. Right. But yeah, now, like if I told just some old random guy, like a guy that I know that I don't really hunt with and stuff like that, about a deer, and he went in there and killed it, I'd be like, hey, dude, you know, I've told you I've been hunting this deer all season, and you went in there two days after I told you about it. Right. Right. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't guess that'd be. I'd be disappointed, not betrayed. Right. Because that's hunter ethic, if you ask me. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's just how I feel about hunting that that kind of situation. I mean, we we do that. I know, especially in turkey season, we'll be we'll hunt a bird all year, just about. And you, just through talking with people, we're like, yeah, we hunting this bird, like talking with Shorty, telling right. him how our hunt went and all that. And if we ain't hunting one day, Shorty be like, well, I'm gonna roll over there and see if I can't get on that bird. Yeah, but he does. He does the same. We we we, we do trade. the same. I, that's what I'm Spots saying. We hunt with Shorty. We've been hunting with yeah. Shorty for ten over ten years. We've been hunting with Shorty. So right. I mean, if well, we tell I, Shorty about something, we we expect Shorty to go in there and ha- try it just as much as we would if he told us the same thing. Okay, so that that raises the question. I'm glad y'all explained it this way. That raises the question: Is why why do we as people treat other people one way and expect them to act one way and then we treat somebody else that is just a good a friend one way and expect them to be any different i don't know you're thinking about that ain't you yeah i guess you just Just, just expect more from the person that you you're always going to have your own little group of friends that you talk to a whole right. lot more than everybody else. So I guess you just expect more That's from them. From somebody you're more involved with? Yeah. So are you saying that person deserves more grace from you than the other person? Well, that raises another question for you, little baby head, don't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Think on that and pray on that. And come back at a little time and tell me your thoughts oh, on it, young, young child. But you see what I'm saying, Buck? Yeah. It's easy to get upset. It's easy to get upset really quick. Mm-hmm. And think you have been betrayed, mm-hmm. disrespected, or anything really fast. Yeah. You got to be patient. Mm-hmm. Be calm. Be chill about it. What you think? Yeah. You like that? Oh, yeah. You just got to be chilled out with everybody. <laughs> if you don't know somebody and they do something, you don't know. You don't know why they're doing that. You don't know why they did that. You don't know why they talk the way they talk or they walk the way they walk. You know what I mean? That's you well, don't. Well, and if you got a friend, if you got a friend that does something that you think was betrayal, he may not feel it was because he feels you're that tight. Yeah, that you would understand what he was doing. Yeah, like a, like a hunting situation. Just because you feel some way about it, don't mean it was disrespectful or betrayal to begin with, right? Yeah, yeah. And having that forgiving attitude right off the bat, Cooney, will let you be able to figure that out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because take it from me, as a younger man, your age, I was real bad to get upset. And go walk flat-footed and conf- confront somebody about stuff like that. And I lost a lot of friends and looked like a fool a lot of times, acting like a moron. Mm-hmm. 
how dare you do this to me? Well, guess who you get to meet now? The angry me. That ain't the way to be. Mm-hmm. You handled that incident perfect, and I'm proud of you. You hear me? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. You're still a knothead, though. <laughs> Buck, you a knothead, too. But now, y- y'all just think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It uh, I was blessed to see you in action doing that, Cooney. I'm proud of you, boy. Now, we had a uh, a listener, so to speak, request that we tell some of the stories of our first time ever hunting, like when you was a little baby Cooney and a little baby Buck and a mm-hmm. little and a little baby Cornbread. Cooney, do you remember the first time you went hunting? Yeah, I believe it was the first time. Still not quite sure. It's the first time I remember going hunting anyway. But it was uh, during deer season. It was me, you, and Dandy, and Grayson, and then another time Elizabeth. But we got up early in the morning. You know, I was getting on, and it was cold. So I was getting on my coveralls and my my sock bogging and my gloves and all that. Hand warmers and got them down in my pockets. And uh, me and you load up and we go to Dandy's house. We pick up Dandy and uh, it was Gavin. Gavin, he was a baby too. So we get in the truck. So, so how old are you, you think? About seven. Yeah. Six I'd or say, seven. I'd say you about seven. So we pick them up and then we're headed out to go hunting. And on the way there, Gav, me and Gavin sit in the back seat. This is when we had the old Black Death, as you used to call her, the black truck. And we were riding, and me and Gavin were in the back seat. And he was eating, he think like a vegetable pack type thing. Black Death was a 90, 1990 model GMC. Yeah. 1500 mm-hmm. four-wheel drive with a hole in the muffler. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, she had a, she had an exhaust leak. <laughs> and uh he was eating on that gavin was eating on that broccoli in the back and you look back here and you're like gavin what's your favorite part of the broccoli and he goes i like the tree part <laughs> talking, talking about the top of the broccoli right <laughs> and you go the tree part what in the world is the tree part of the broccoli right and he's like it's the top that's the best part and he'd take a bite off the broccoli Bite the top half off and then throw the rest of it back in the bag. Right, right. Anyway, so we get out there and we're hunting. We see some deer. I Like four or five deer that morning. None of them got close enough to shoot at. Right. So about lunchtime, we head back out. We head back to Dandy's house. We eat a little bit of lunch. And we go back out again, same spot, in the shooter. We're in the shooter house. But this time we come back with Elizabeth, his daughter. And then we sit out there for a little while. And now it's dark outside, so it's really cold. And that's when the buddy heater broke out. The little propane buddy heater we had. That joker kept us warm. But we sat out there until you couldn't even see out in that field no more. We seen a fox and a coyote. I remember we that. We did. We seen a fox and a yo-yo. And them deer was way too far off. For either one of y'all little 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 knotheads to yeah try to I'm talking we talking like four hundred yards but 
Mm. We're talking way too far for a baby to be shooting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, that definitely was not the first time ever you went hunting. First time I remember going hunting. So the, your first memory of hunting is at seven years old? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you? As far back as I can remember. You ain't but set that wasn't but ten years ago, Coney. I know. You should remember stuff when you were four or five years old. I don't. Really? You are not head. You know what? No, I'm not a knighthead. You know, so you don't remember going, I'm sure you went squirrel hunting younger than that, younger than seven. I'm positive. Probably. I'm positive you went turkey hunting younger than that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, now, Cody didn't really get into the turkey hunting right? as, but I, as quick as I did. But I know he went younger than seven years old. Yeah. But that's as far back as I can remember. Huh. So what, 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 what stuck out to you most? About that hunt? Yeah. That broccoli. For real. <laughs> the tree part? The tree part. Wow. There you go. That shows you, that shows you how invested in the hunt I really was. So not seeing the deer, not seeing the fox, the coyote. Mm-mm. The broccoli. The tree part of the broccoli. <laughs> the tree part of the broccoli. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey, whatever makes you remember, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like you could blow that story out the water. Oh, yeah. What 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 is the first hunt you remember? My earliest hunt that I remember <clears throat> is I was little, and we was coon hunting. And I was, we was at the tree, coon got in the den tree, and I was hitting and sticking a uh, stick up the hole in the den tree, yeah. trying to get that coon to come out. Right. I've got a picture of that, you hitting on that den tree. You was probably, I'm going to say at the most, four years old, at the most. Yeah. I remember toting you into the tree. I mean, you could walk. But they wasn't no way you was going to walk with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I remember toting you there, and I believe we had two dogs for sure. Might have been three, but two for sure. And a coon got up in a den, big old, big old tree, and I handed you a stick and said, beat on that tree. Mm-hmm. And you were just wearing on that tree just <laughs> as hard as you could wear on it. We ended up smoking that coon out. I remember we ended up smoking that coon out. It didn't come all the way out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I stuck the gun up in the hollow part of the tree. Yeah. And that thing went to bit, bite me on the hand. It mm-hmm. didn't bite me, but you know it come. You know how them coons yeah. making a rock. Yeah. Tried to bite me like that, and I jerked the gun back. When I got it good and jerked back, that coon come on down, and from all that smoke going up in that tree trunk, he come down, and it looked like a you, you know, like if you play a video game and you you playing a boxing game, like and Mortal you, Kombat, when you're about to hit the fatality. Yeah, they're standing <laughs> there, just old head wobbling around. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what that coon was doing. Well, that's pretty neat. You remember that? I don't. I don't remember my first coon hunt or anything like that. Uh, I don't remember. That wasn't Buck's first coon hunt. I don't remember your first coon hunt either. I mean, y'all was little. 
I mean, when y'all was that little, now, of course, if Buck was three, then you had just been born. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you wasn't going at the same time. So if Buck was four, you was one. You understand basic math, right? I do. <laughs> so you you three years behind Buck. Uh, three years and three days. Right. That's, right. Get it right. So I don't remember y'all's first coon hunt either, but y'all, like I said, I was toting you to the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one of you. You know, so when y'all was young like that, I may have took one and not the other. You know what I'm saying? Because it's sort of hard toting two kids and a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a lot of times I'd go by myself. And it was about that time, too, when as y'all was growing up, that I sort of eased out of coon hunting as well. Uh, Buck probably got to go a lot more when he was real young than you did. Because, like I said, I was phasing out of coon hunting. had two boys, and I competition hunted. So I wasn't going to run up and down the roads no more. Competition hunting makes sense. Yeah. So the first time I remember hunting was I was probably, oh, shoot, probably five or six, I guess. Yeah. With my pawpaw. And we went right across the dirt road there. Uh, we went squirrel hunting. He had, a, I remember, he had a sixteen gauge. Oh. And uh, we went squirrel hunting. He done shot, oh, two or three squirrels. And I specifically remember now he was killing fox squirrels. And you know, fox squirrels a lot bigger than a gray squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot. And uh, I remember he shot one, and it fell down. At the trunk of the tree, and uh, he went over there and grabbed it, and it bit him in between his thumb and his forefinger. Oh! Now, when I'm talking about bit him, it bit him. It just didn't like nick him. It bit him, and he was bleeding. Now, he was a big old man. He didn't holler, scream, pitch a fit, or nothing. He just took that old squirrel by the back two legs and the tail, and Whop, hit it up against the tree, put it in that sack. We just kept right on the hunt. <laughs> and I remember thinking, man, I'd be, woo, you know. So every squirrel he shot after that, I didn't run up and grab it. You know what I mean? You didn't want to get bit. I didn't want to get bit <laughs> at all. Cooney, I feel like you got to, you got to come with something better than your store. Now, I like the broccoli part. I like the broccoli part. Tree part. Oh, the broccoli is what you meant to say. Yeah. Uh, what, is there any other first time you remember hunting? What about your first turkey hunt? Do, I, do you remember your first turkey hunt? I think, I don't know if it's the first time I ever went turkey hunting. I wasn't actually behind the gun. Right. But it was my first time that I remember actually being on a turkey hunt. I can't remember where we were, but it was me and you, and you had shot at a turkey or something. It, we ended up it where we ended up back there in that swamp. Oh yeah, we went in and uh, I knew where some turkeys was roosting, and we started walking up a ridge, and the turkeys was actually walking down the ridge, 
And uh, just as I squeezed the trigger, the gobbler started flying yeah. to go up in a tree. See, that was, that was before that deer hunt. <clears throat> really? That was before that oh, deer yeah, hunt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That was before that deer were hunt. Were we even living here yet? Nope. No, we weren't even. We were still living out in Rockmark. Yeah. We weren't even living here yet. That's right. Well. So, yeah, that was before then. And that, yeah, that huh. turkey's pitched down in that swamp. And I wasn't too sure if I'd hit him or not. Because when he come out of the tree, you know, it looked like he was just soaring, dogging down into all that thick stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was way before that hunt. But anyway, we got back there in that swamp. And Daddy told me, he said, now, if you step down somewhere, it's going to eat your boot. <laughs> That's pretty much what he said. And I, okay. So he was walking through there, and I stepped down, and it ate all the way up to the top of my boot. Right. And we was trying to get back there and get on them. And I was like, Daddy, I was stuck. But uh, that, we were trying to get them birds, so Daddy just grabbed me and picked me up. My foot came out of my boot, so now I'm no boot. And one and one boot on the other foot. We go back there. We we didn't even didn't even kill that turkey. We got your boot out though. Yeah, on the way back. Well, <laughs> hey, we had to get in there and make sure that turkey wasn't wounded and flopping around in there. We ain't had time to mess with your boot. I done told you it was gonna get stuck. <laughs> we did get my boot back on the way out. Right. But I believe that was the first time I remember going on a turkey hunt. Okay. Okay. But. Yeah. I think you can beat that story. Hmm. When when me, you and <clears throat> Chad and Brandon went on that pig hunt. Oh yeah. Yeah, down in Wilkerson County, Georgia. That was a time. Mm-hmm. You was a little knothead then too. You yeah. was uh I'm gonna say you was either kindergarten or first grade. Yeah. So you was Five or six. six. Yeah. Yeah. What you remember about that? What I remember the most is that they had uh, caught that pig, hogtied it, <clears throat> brought it back to camp, and we let it go because nobody wanted to deal with it. It ran over and got in that pond, and I started throwing rocks at it. Yeah, yeah. We went on that hog hunt in August. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure y'all know August in Georgia ain't no joke. It's hot. And uh, Brandon and Chad had went out there. They went They went with some boys dog hunting. And they caught this boar pig and brought that joker back. I think it was in the dog box, wasn't it? Yeah, they put it in the dog box. <laughs> Whoa, how big was the pig? I mean, it was it nice was a- size. It was a decent sized pig. Well, how big was the dog box then? Just your regular old dog box. It was a dog-sized pig. Come on, Cooney. Now, think about a dog going in a dog box. <laughs> That's a nice-sized hole. Not for a pig. <laughs> so they, they bring this pig back, and it was so hot. And uh, <clears throat> they was like, y'all want it? And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to mess with it, man. It's too hot. And, you know, he was still alive. He wasn't hurt or nothing like that. And, so we decided to cut him loose, and we were standing there talking, and I figured that thing was just going to skedaddle, yeah. like fall through the country, gone, mm-hmm. just take off running. And when we first cut him loose, he did, but he went right there and got in that pond, and uh, old Buck 
was paying attention to him and, and, and eased away from the little crowd right there. And I turned around. I'm like, where in the world is Buck? And I hear that water go gloop. And I turned around and Buck standing out there chunking rocks at this pig in a pond. You did that for I don't know how long, chunking rocks at that pig. And you never, you wasn't even getting close to it. No, in that picture we got, I'm like, I'm like 80 yards from it. It's on clear on the other side of the pond. Right. And I'm on the front side of it, and I'm just chucking rocks, and it's like hitting like 20 yards in front of me. But has got a mohawk, <laughs> six, seven years old mohawk, weighing every bit of what? What do you think you weigh, Buck? I mean, shoot. I was. 40 pounds. I was wrestling then, wasn't I? No, you wasn't Not wrestling yet. then. Uh-uh. Still, I was still a bone rack when I was a baby. Yeah, you wasn't wrestling then. 40 pounds, maybe. Yeah. I mean, look like Nolan Ryan out there on the side <laughs> Nolan of that Ryan. <laughs> on the side of that pond out there, chunking rocks at that pig. Hey. Do you remember us killing one? Yeah. When we were in the storm came up. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a show in a storm. We was hunting in a in a shooter house and uh back then the cell phones we couldn't pull up radar so it was me and buck hunting this field Mm -hmm. and uh, it started thundering and man all of a sudden the bottom fell out wind started blowing and that tin was loose on that shooter house so the wind the tins popping on that shooter house and i remember you just sat in my lap and just hugged me as tight as you could and it started light and you started crying (laughs) And it was the first, what, the only time I've ever seen it. I've seen lightning hit way out there in that field, you know, and that field's flat. And it's just pouring down rain, so it's starting to hold water in places, you know. Yeah. And I remember seeing that lightning hit that field and splash that water up. I, that was just an awesome night. Never seen nothing like that since. But I'd already shot a sow, a female pig, before that storm come up. And uh, that storm come up, and I remember during that storm, there was 30 or 40 hogs come out there Mm. in the middle of that storm. Yeah. And uh, I guess it was because of the racket of the storm. They didn't hear us getting out of the shooter house or didn't pay Mm -hmm. us no mind or what. Getting in the truck, loading that other pig up. But it was storming so bad. I didn't care nothing about trying to shoot or nothing. You know what I mean? Shooting, and you had to try to blow a trailer or whatever. The one I shot just hit the ground like a sack of potatoes. Well, yeah. And I wasn't uh, trying to do nothing, do nothing with that. Mm-hmm. But that was a good time, real good time. Yeah, four, five, six. Yeah, you was young, Coney. I ain't never even seen a pig in the wild, but one time. Where at? When uh. We went camping on Sheffield. Oh, yeah. Me and Austin took off going on a little hike. Yeah. And we got down there. We left the, the anybody that knows about Sheffield, the campsites at Sheffield. Sheffield WMA. Yeah. You go all the way to the back. There's a road that you walk, and it cuts off to the left and to the right when you get down there. It's about three quarters of a mile. Yeah, it ain't far. Right. But uh, me and Austin walked on down there. We didn't have any. We didn't even have any guns or anything on us. We're just walking, and we get down there to that point. We're standing there, and we hear what apparently to Austin sounded like a horse. <laughs> Austin goes, Tony, you hear that? There's people riding horses down in there. 
said, no, nah, cuz, <laughs> them's his pigs. I'm out of here. So we turned around and come back, called Daddy on the way there. Daddy, there's some pig down here. They're like, yeah. y'all come on back, man. Yeah. <laughs> we went back. Then we went back out there and tried to get on them, but it was already getting too dark. We yeah. never could get close enough. And we couldn't get close enough by the time it got dark. Yeah. We had to ease on back out. Cooney, are you going to let Buck in the podcast with the best story? I mean, this listener asked for the first time you went hunting and you come at us with some broccoli. <laughs> that's, what, that, that's, my, that's the earliest memory of me hunting. I mean, I you, can't give them so much. You, you know? got you got to give them something to say, oh, yeah, Cooney told a pretty good story. I think that was a pretty good story, the tree part of the broccoli. What about the first time you killed a turkey, harvested a turkey? I do remember that. Do you remember that? That was when we had in the cow pasture. Do you remember how old you was? I was, I won't say 13. No. No? No, he wasn't in middle school, was he? No. No, I was in middle school. Yeah. You wasn't it in might middle? have been 2013 when I killed it. Maybe. I know there's a 13 in there somewhere. Okay. But uh, we hunted all morning. Me, you, and Buck. We sat in a blind. And uh, we put a decoy out there. Oh, Hannah. Right. The decoy we got. That 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 decoy is just your regular old, I, don't, I can't remember the company name of it. but Primo's or something. I don't even think it's that. I mean, I think I gave like 12 bucks for that decoy. Might have been like HS Strut or something. Yeah. I ain't no telling. Not, yeah, I ain't sure. But I, it was the cheapest decoy that I could get. I remember that. And I had bought that. That's the year I bought that decoy. Yeah. Yeah. Was that year? Because we, we, you'd bought it specifically for the fact that we was going to be hunting blinds. Think how lot. many. Now, now, not just talking about the gobblers. That have caught a dirt nap mm-hmm. looking at that decoy, being close to that decoy. Think about all the turkeys that seen that decoy. Hens, oh, yeah. jakes. I mean, the first time we ever hunted with it was the morning before that when I killed that jake, the first turkey I killed. We, that was like 450 jakes come running across the field that day. <laughs> it was a pile of them, son. Was it not? Yeah, it was, it was like 15, you, you 20 jakes. You, they, they were all jakes. Yeah. You, you could have limited out on jakes. You could have easily limited out. And, but I made it clear just to shoot one, remember? Yeah. I was like, just shoot one. Just shoot. Pick the one that ain't wadded up with the rest of them and shoot that one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, Cooney, I didn't mean to... <laughs> I didn't mean to add to your story, sir. Continue. Okay. And it it pretty much, it didn't really rain. It didn't rain hard that morning, but it pretty much sprinkled just about all morning. Right. And the only thing we seen was a hen. She come out of the woods and went right back in the way she come out about 15 minutes later. But anyway, so it's about, it's getting to be about lunchtime. Shorty, so Shorty shows up. Buck and Shorty stayed hunting. Me and you went back to the house, get us a little old lunch, you know, put us a nap in, some hardcore hunters, we got to have our rest, you know. But uh, we we took a nap, and then you, you woke me up, said, come on, we're going to go hunting again. Uh, nah, 
and I I don't want to go, you know, I just stay at the house, continue my nap. He's like, okay, so you you scrounging up, getting stuff ready to go. You go out the door and come back in one more time. He says, you sure you don't want to go? Yeah, I guess I'll go. Well, Shorty had called and told me. Yeah, Shorty called and told us. That, hey, me and Buck's over here hunting, and there's some birds on that hill over there, and we cannot get them to come down here. Yeah. So that's when you was like, come on, let's go. So I agreed to go for a long thought process. So me and you head back out there, and we park. We didn't even go through the gate because that was bleh. That would have made too much racket. Right, right. Daddy, he's like, no, no racket at all, ever, when you're hunting. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even breathe too loud when you're hunting with Daddy. Step in my own footsteps. (laughs) Yeah. When you follow me, step in the exact tracks I made. Exactly. (laughs) Because you are bad to sound like you crushing rock. (laughs) If there's a pine cone, you're going to step on it. If there's a stick, you're going to step on it. If there's if there's a, a pile of jingle bells there, you're going to kick them. <laughs> sound, I got to have that natural sound. You know, I like to sound like a bear going through the woods. Yeah. But uh, so me and Daddy kind of knew how we are going to have to get to these birds. So when you, when you go in the gate, there's a barn straight to your right. And this barn, it goes around and it's wooded behind the barn. You go up the side of the, the hill. And it's got a creek bottom running through it. Right. So we went around the back of the barn and up the side of that hill. Now, that side of that hill is about 60 foot tall, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a 60 foot climb. Pretty quick. But anyway, so we went. We knew that if we wanted to get these birds, we we're going to have to be higher than them. Yeah. So we got as high as we could. And we're sitting there. We're waiting to see them. Do a little bit of calling. Nothing. And then uh, I do remember this part. Daddy, Daddy distinctively told me, he said, do not bury that barrel in the ground. Okay, Pop Pop, me won't <laughs> do that. I did it. I buried the barrel in the ground. Got it full, full of mud. Yeah, he, he he was we were sitting there, and he was sitting to my right. And uh, he had the gun laying across his lap, pointed you know, it was angled to the ground. And I I just, for some reason, I said, he's going to job that barrel in the ground. And that's why I said, do not bury that barrel in the ground. And it wasn't two minutes after I said that you did it. <laughs> I'm just that good. Yeah. But uh, so anyways, we're sitting there. And I do, I remember we seen a, a herd of deer. Yeah. I mean, a stampede of deer just go by down the hill. And uh, we weren't hearing nothing or saying anything, so we decided it was time. We're going to have to try to make move in on them, close a little bit of ground. And out there in the middle, not really in the middle, almost in the middle, but there's like a dip in the field. And the way it's set, you get dipped down in there, and there's kind of a, like a little berm where it's perfect to prop your gun up at. So we belly crawl, belly crawling through this grass. It's wet. It's been raining all day. Get down in this dip, get set up, and uh, we see them. Daddy like. Well, hold on. There's two. There's two things you're leaving out. You you added the deer, the deer that come running out that went through that creek bottom, which was a lot of deer. 
It was. A lot of deer. You forgot mm-hmm. to add the fact that me and Shorty seen the biggest beaver on the planet cross the dam in front I, of us. I was about to say, a beaver crossed the dam down there. And it was like 80 that, pounds. That was humongoloid. <laughs> it was like a, like the size of a small wild pig. Now, I don't remember the beaver. Yeah. yeah. A, a beaver crossed the dam of the pond. So Shorty and Buck was in a blind, and we had two blinds down there. So the distance from where we were at, from where we were to them, was probably 350. Yeah, 200, 300, 300 yards, something like that. Yeah. In distance. So they have a blind they're sitting in. But when we hunted that area, because we we primarily hunted with y'all two, we had two blinds sitting side by side. Yeah. So we had plenty of room in case we all hunted together. But do you remember what was standing beside mm-hmm. the empty blind, Coney? Another, it was another turkey. A, a, Tom a, had, a gobbler. Had yeah. flew across the lake and got on the side where me and Shorty was on. Yeah. And was standing now. right beside that blind. And they never knew we it. We never even seen it until all of a sudden we seen it walk straight through the window. And yep. by that time, we didn't have, we couldn't react to that. We didn't even know it was there. We couldn't even see him. I, and he I was, forgot he was about like that. 15 yards from us at that point. I don't know. Right. And so, then those, he come walking, got on top and across that dam. And then two toms on the hill where y'all were at could see him. They run all the way down there to the dam, whooped his butt. And he, he just, he disappeared he went back in that other pasture across the road or something and them other two ran all the way back up to the hill where they were where they came from yeah i remember that now okay i forgot all about that joker yeah but uh so anyway we're in this dip and then we, we we've belly crawled we've belly crawled through this probably wet nasty four, grass 40 yards yeah about 40 yards mm-hmm. yeah and we're in this we're in this little dip in the ground we're sitting there, and we're, we're waiting on them to pop up because it's one of them things where when you see them, that's, that's, your time, that's the only chance you've got to shoot because we're in the middle of a field. So when we see them, they more than likely see us. So it's oh, like a split-second decision. Absolutely. It, he either dies or he flies. Yeah. But uh, so they, it was two of them. They come popping up. Dad said, do you see them? I said, yeah. And he said, do you see him? And before he could get that other, or, well, he said, do you see him twice? Then he then he started to say, shoot him. And before he could get that shoot him out, boom. Yeah. Dropped him on the ground. That's a that's a nice bird, too. It was. He was, a, he was with Hollow Bird. Right. Which yeah. was the bird we hunted for at least for three ever. more seasons after that. Yeah, that's right. So that turkey was... By the time we got we quit hunting him, he was at least five years old. Yeah, true that. Believe that. So, what did you learn from that hunt, Cooney? Uh, don't put your barrel in the ground, <laughs> and be quick. And you can't kill him on the couch. Can't kill him on the couch. When I tell you to get up and come on, <laughs> that means get up and come on, right? Yeah. What uh? Do you learn anything from your pig hunt, Buck? From my pig hunt? Yeah. From when we went on the pig hunt? I didn't learn. I mean. Was you just 
You just I was just a baby. I was out there throwing rocks. Well, I was stuff. just out there practicing my rock chunking skills. The only know. other thing I remember from that hunt is uh, we found a tree frog on the porch. Yeah, yeah, true <laughs> that. Yeah, you was a little bitty dude. Tony, man. I don't see how you don't remember stuff when you were younger. I remember, remember. I remember picking up tree frogs off the porch. I remember when we lived in Rock Mart. I remember back the, up on the hill, back in the woods, we had seen where the bear, where there had been a bear clawing on a tree. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Sure do. Felt like that did. Yeah, and you put a jar of peanut butter out there, and it took the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know that that was a bear. No, it was for sure a bear. It could have been a coon. It could have been a coon. Don't take the whole jar of peanut butter. What? Do you really think a coon wouldn't take the whole jar of peanut butter? Remember when you and Shorty leave more? Remember when you and Shorty went to uh, what was it? It was Lost Ball Island. And then Armadillo run off with y'all's whole loaf of bread. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. We'll <laughs> save we'll save them stories for when uh when Shorty's on Shorty here. gets on the podcast. Poor old Shorty gets talked about so much that I he don't even get a chance to represent himself. I know it, but he'll uh. Hey, Shorty's he'll, been in our ever since I've been hunting. I've Shorty's been hunting with me. Oh yeah, I've hunted oh. with Shorty just as so much as I've hunted with you and Cooney. Oh yeah, for absolutely. Sure. He's, he's drug y'all little knotheads all over the place, too. I've killed deer with Shorty. I've killed turkeys with Shorty. I've killed right. squirrels with Shorty. I've We've killed coons with Shorty. I mean, fishing. Done, fishing. Hunting clothes. Everything. Shorty, Shorty was there whenever, every time I killed a turkey, except for what, the last two? Right. Yeah. And I've killed what, six? I don't You've killed, we counted them up one yeah, time. I can't remember, but Shorty's been almost every time I've killed a turkey. Is there anything? Now, you know that cow pasture? Man, I miss catfishing that thing. Yeah, we used to hit the we catfish used to hit a catfish in the it, summertime. This Well, actually, this time of the year, May. Like yeah. the end of May, 1st of yeah, June. Yeah, when there wasn't no hunting going on. At nighttime, man, we'd wear them cats out, son. Oh, yeah. Over at the ghost bus. I remember every, ghost bus. every Saturday evening. Yeah. You'd get off work at lunch. Right. We'd. You'd come home, get you a chair, eat you a little bit, and yeah. we'd get all the catfish rods, and we'd stop by Angles, get us some chicken livers, and then That's right. we'd go on to the cow pasture and get us some catfishing. We'd load Good up. Times. I remember when Austin, Austin was put in charge of baiting the hook with the chicken livers, and he'd been baiting chicken livers all night. And then we, we had a bag of vanilla wafers. We were all eating out of that bag of vanilla wafers. But Austin had been eating out of them without <laughs> washing his hand with them raw chicken livers. God. It's a wonder y'all didn't get salmonella. Oh, man. Man, that place was fun. Was. Mm-hmm. Is there any other thing you can think off your brain? I know it's sort of on the spot, but I'd been meaning to, meaning to get that out there uh, some first time hunting. Because, like mm-hmm. I said, that was requested by that young lady. So I felt we needed to oblige her. Mm-hmm. Any first first times you got on your head that uh, Cooney? I don't believe so. Man, I'm good then. If y'all yeah. good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You good? I'm good. You good, Buck? Oh yeah. Spell good. Good. G O O D. Now spell good. it backwards. D O O G. Now Doog. say it three times. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll holler at you. Deuces. Yeah.